Welcome to this message by Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo. Bishop Edwin Ogo is a seasoned minister of the Word of God whose messages on Christian living, church building, and the work of the ministry are a great inspiration to ministers all over the world. He pastors the Mackinac Cathedral in Oyibi, where he ministers powerfully in various services, transforming lives and raising zealous church workers. You will experience the transformational force and power of God's word as he ministers passionately to you today. Be blessed as you listen. Your presence, Lord. I am in your 
to love you. I want to love you. To see into heaven. See into heaven. Where you dwell. Where you dwell. And feel how real you are. Let's take it from the top again. Across every river. Across every river. Say I'll climb every mountain. I'll climb every mountain. Just to be close. Just to be close, closer and closer to you. Sing, I want to love you. I want to love you. See into heaven, to see into heaven. Where you dwell, where you dwell. To feel how real you are. Sing, Jesus, I love you. Jesus, I love you. 
Jesus, I feel you. Jesus, I feel you. In all of your glory. And all of your glory. I can get enough of you. I want to touch you. Sing and joy you. Enjoy you. Now, second verse says, These are the times. These are times. Times of the anointing. Times of the anointing. Going deeper. Going deeper. And doing more. Oh, how I love you. Oh, how I love How I delight in you. And I delight in you. You're my special treasure. My treasure indeed. Treasure. Sing Jesus, I love you. Jesus, I love you. Jesus, I need you. Jesus, I feel you. And all of your glory. Up and sing across every rib. I want to hear you sing it. Just to be close, just to be closer and closer to you. Sing, I want to love you. I want to love to see into heaven, to see into heaven where you dwell. Across every river, one more time. Across every river, I climb every mountain. I climb every mountain just to be close, just to be close, closer and closer to you. Sing, I want to love you. I want to love you. to see into heaven, to see into heaven where you dwell. I can get enough of 
remember favorite child. I want us to sing it to Jesus. Somebody worship him. It's a song to tell that you want to be close to him. to follow you I want to follow you I want to serve you Jesus I want to serve you Jesus Lord I want to be I want to be your favorite child now you sing I want to please you I want to please you Lord this world is so very dark this world is so Up again. I love you, Jesus. Come on. I love you, Jesus, Lord. Sing, I want to follow you. I want to follow you. I want to serve you, Jesus. I want to serve you, Jesus, Lord. I want to be. I want to be your favorite child. I want to please you. I want to please you, Lord. This world. I'm coming. 
It's good. It's good. It's good. Oh, yes. And this morning, how exciting and how beautiful it is for us to gather together before God in his presence. And remember that we've not just gathered before God, but we've also gathered in each other's presence. So, we are one. And since we are one, expect your life to do better this week than it would have been if you were alone. The person standing by you is a part of your life. The brother in front of you is not just a beloved you are eyeing, but a part of the family of God. So it's exciting that this morning, from the east, from the south, from the suburbs, from the communities, from your area, we've all gathered here in God's presence. And the hand clap does not match the size of the crowd here. So, shall we lift our hands and pray to our Heavenly Father to grant us the spirit of wisdom, the humility to receive. The Bible says, with meekness, with meekness, we receive the engrafted word which is able to save our souls. So lift your hands and pray and ask the Lord to grant you the humility, the meekness, yes, the sobriety to receive the word that is coming to you. That whatever will attempt to put you above God's word will be destroyed. Yes. Your image in society your academic laurels, your, I don't know what, whatever it is that will make it difficult for you to receive God's word. Pray that it will be humbled. Father, we thank you for access to your wisdom. Access to your will. Access to your power. I thank you for your great grace that you have poured on us this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Hallelujah. You may please be seated. What a blessing. What a blessing. This morning, a very hazy morning. I hear flights have been grounded. I know somebody traveling this morning who is still sitting at the airport. (laughs) But this is 
better. The real state of the world is not this foggy appearance. The Bible says, darkness shall cover the earth. So this one is stadium lights (laughs) compared to the real state of the world. It's dark. Gross darkness, the people. The person sitting by you is darker than the darkness of the night. Is there not so? Is it not there? Yes. That's Isaiah's prophecy. Darkness shall cover the earth. But the people shall be worse than the darkness. So the King James says, gross darkness. The people. You don't know the person sitting by you. If the person downloads into to you what is in her head <laughs> you will run from the church and greet everybody in town and come back for your bag that's what the bible says that Jesus our savior and lord He did not give himself to man. Because he, unlike you, he knew what was in man. So he did not give himself to anybody. Because he knew what was in man. This morning I'm very excited that you and I have gathered in God's presence. Um, one of the big things that happens is that we get to hear the word of God. It's one of the hallmarks of our gathering in church. How are you doing, my dear? Are you happy? Give it a try. Is it your first time? You've not been here before. Who invited you? Your husband. Your auntie. Oh, okay. All right. Auntie, God bless you. Good. So, are you confused? Are you enjoying it? Good. Your smile is nice. Keep smiling. Mm. Mm. So, We've just entered into one of the highlights of a church service. There are a couple of highlights. The biggest highlight is the preaching of God's word. And this morning, I'm privileged To be the one to preach the word of God. 
and not Bishop Kobe or Reverend Akins. I'm happy that I'm the one God has given the microphone to. <laughs> and not Susan Akins or Karen. Very soon when we travel for a retreat, it will be your turn to preach. But not while we are here. <laughs> so today, I want to talk about a very important habit a very important way of living your life which has not been talked about it has not been given the prominence it deserves We've talked about many things, but this aspect is a void in our lives with God. And I'm very happy that this morning I have the privilege to talk about it. Yes. You see, it is one of the most important foundations of life. So, this morning, I'm actually laying a foundation. Yes. Paul said, as a wise master builder, I laid the foundation. Wise master builders. You can tell a pastor whether he's a master builder or a neophyte or a novice by what he preaches. The master builders are foundation layers because a lot of things can happen without a foundation. Yes. Many things you see in life Many things have no foundation, but they appear to have a foundation. Luke 6, 47. Luke 6, 47. Whosoever cometh to me and heareth my sayings and doeth them, I will show you to whom he is like. 48. He is like a man which built an house and digged deep. Please, this is King James. So if you are writing English exams, don't use certain words. So, so because of the students, let's use new King James. Yes. He's like a man building a house who dug deep and laid the foundation on a rock. Please take me back to the King James. 
I'm used to that one. Yes. So he dug deep and laid the foundation on a rock. And when the flood arose, the stream beat vehemently upon that house and could not shake it. For it was founded upon a rock. Now, this verse in Luke 6 48 is a scripture you should believe that life will never leave you to build anything that is untested and contested. Anything you build will be tested. Will be tested. Your relationship with that boy will be tested. Life is full of floods and storms. Your marriage will be tested. You are in school. Your presence in the school and your vision to get an education will be tested. Yes. As you are in the school, you will encounter students like you who will introduce you to sexual perversions. Who will introduce you to joints, Indian hemp joints. Who will introduce you to pool parties as a student. Now, the one in the school with a solid foundation will remain standing in spite of all the testings and the floods. Whilst another student would come out as a wee smoker. Say foundations. But the West is yet to come. That's the next verse. That's the West. Or the worst of the two. But he that heareth and doeth not is like a man that without a foundation built a house upon the earth. But he built a house. Which means that a house can be built without a foundation. There are marriages with gold rings without anything under it. There are businesses in town without any foundation. I'm not, he says, without a foundation. He didn't say without a foundation attempted to build the house. He built it. You see the house standing there built with air conditioners and windows and doors from Profat. 
built. Against which the stream did beat vehemently. And immediately it fell. That is why you must not be surprised that you sleep and you wake up and you hear that a business which existed does not exist anymore. A bank that we went to put our money in just on Friday, the bank has vanished. We can't, we can't find the managing director. They have changed the sign. Yes. Yes. They have changed the sign. Friday we were there with our money. Monday morning, they have changed the sign. Yes. I was passing by a big hotel. And one of Accra's landmark hotels. The name has changed. So apparently, as it was there under another name, there was nothing under it. Nothing under it. Why have I read this verse to you? I've read this verse to carry a message to you. That your Christian life is also a building you are building. And there is no building which should not have a foundation. Your marriage is a building you are building. You are not married. Are you married? Oh, you are married. Then it's a building you are building. Is there something under it? I hope so. I hope so. So when you see them on social media kissing and smooching and schmoozing schmoozing taking pictures as they are kissing meanwhile you have not kissed your wife for six years (laughs) when you see them you may think that that marriage is better than your unkissing marriage what you don't know is that it's just for the picture there's not even even that thing you are seeing is just a picture, but really saliva hasn't been exchanged for 10 years. I'm preaching again. They are sleeping in different rooms as they are showing you on Facebook that they are doing they are sleeping in different rooms. I can give you names and places and dates. As you sit here, I hope there is something under you. I hope so. Because if there is nothing under you, so these days I've stopped being surprised. And I've stopped worrying myself. Yes. You just come to church and a brother is not in the church anymore. He has left. Where is he? He has left. No foundation. Never. The, 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 most, the most dangerous assumption you can ever make is the assumption that things you see have foundations. Never make that assumption. Including your life. And continue 
as a master builder to underpin your structures with foundations. Because engineering teaches us that even as a building is there, you can strengthen its foundation. Yes. This morning, I came here to strengthen. I'm putting rocks and I'm putting steel and I'm adjusting the columns and I'm putting things. I'm trying so that, so that when the floods come, you will still stand. Because, so, so today, I'm going to talk about an important foundation. Yes. That, that, that's all, all this perambulation is just to make a point. Because the message itself is for five minutes. The message is, there's not much to say. There's not much to say. Yeah. That when I start talking about the foundations... And you don't have this foundation under you. Understand that you are in a precarious situation. You may be here today. We'll see you next week. We'll see you next year. We'll see you next two years. But you can vanish suddenly. Because the word is immediately. Not with time. Immediately. It fails. As a believer, you need foundations. Psalm 11 verse 3 says, If the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? So, it's not enough to be righteous. It's not enough to be righteous. It's not enough not to... Be a sexual pervert, a drunkard, a sinner, a godless person. It's not enough. It's not enough. Righteous means doing what is right. It's not enough. Doing what is right is not enough. It must go with foundations. Thankfully, our pastor has just released a book that deals with that foundation every Christian must have under his building. And this is the book. and hearing maybe you can't see me this is a book if you are married if you are a student If you are a pastor, if you have a business,
If you have children, you are raising children. Seeing and hearing. I bet you've not heard these words before. But it's a major teaching in the word of God. There is very little God will do in your life outside a lifestyle of seeing and hearing. The reason why people go to school and fail their exam is that they did not see something and didn't hear something. I'm preaching. Seeing and hearing. In the book of Acts, chapter 28, verse 26. And this is quoting Jesus. But I'm taking it from here. Saying, Go unto this people and say, are, are you with me? Or you are watching cartoons? Go unto this people and say, Hearing, you shall hear, and shall not understand, and seeing, ye shall see and not perceive. So, there are some people who will have the opportunity to hear some things. But they will not understand. Some of you this morning, you are hearing me. But you don't understand what I'm saying. And the reason is coming. And Seeing, you see, you can be looking at something, but you are not perceiving. It's, it's like what you are seeing is not ministering to you. Why? Verse 27. For the hearts of this people is waxed gross. And their ears are dull of hearing. And their eyes have they closed. Lest they should see with their eyes. And hear with their ears. And understand with their hearts. And should be converted and I should heal them. Any change you are looking for in your life, anybody here who wants to see a change in his life or her life should hear me well now. There is something you must see 
And there is something you must hear for you to experience the conversion you are desiring to see. Some of you listening to me, some of you who are online, you are sick. You are sick. You are not well in your mind, in your emotions. Your social life is sick. There's somebody listening to me who wants, who is contemplating suicide. And I'm telling you that, listen to me carefully because today God connected you to me so that you hear what I'm telling you. It will change you. You will live 40 more years. Why do people hear and not understand? It's the the heart. The heart. You see, the heart of this people is waxed gross. It's big, big English. Can I have another translation? Something newer that can help us. And the big one is hardened. I like the tree. The tree is stronger than this. It says, with primwakuma. Yes. Stony heart. Stony heart. The Greek is sclerocardia. Like the, and we use that in medicine. Sclerosis. When you hear the word sclerosis, you are hearing a very bad word. Anything that is hardened in the body, which should be soft, is the beginning of big, big problems. Some of you sitting here, who should have soft hearts. Hearts that God can mend and bend and hearts that God can work on. You are sitting here and your heart is hard. Hard. You've made up your mind about people. You've made up your mind about life. You've made up your mind about how you want to live your life as a Christian. You've made up nothing can change you. That is why as you sit here, nothing being said enters you. Because the ability to hear is a direct function of the heart. Anybody living who hasn't developed the art of seeing And the art of hearing is meant to be a very, very low version of whatever he is supposed to be doing. As a medical doctor, I was trained. Most of my training, the seven years, was spent following professors and following chief residents, looking at the things they were doing. You can't be a doctor if you've not seen some things. You can't. Apprentices, carpenters, masons, car mechanics. A good mechanic 
It's a mechanic who has worked under somebody and has seen and heard a lot of things and is now on his own. Your capacity to stand on your own is indexed on your ability to see and to hear. That's why people pay money to travel. Yes. The Queen of Sheba, she was a very wealthy woman. You can tell by even the things he carried on the back of asses and horses to Solomon. She was not a poor woman. She was one of the wealthiest women of her time. But she traveled. There are some things you will never see if you remain in your microcosm. Nobody's world has enough. Nobody's world. Nobody's world has everything you need. Nobody's world has everything you need. The capacity to move. To move. To cross the ocean. To see what is there. To move to the next whatever. To, 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 to listen to another pastor. Because your world, you see, God made you say that you are, you are not supposed to be independent. We are supposed to go out. That's why you are not, not even you. You, you are married. Are, are, are you married? Is that your wife? You are married. Okay. So yours is different. Do you have a son? Your son, he's not allowed to have children. Do you have daughters? Oh, you have a daughter? I'm sure she's pretty. When I see your face, your daughter must be a very pretty girl. Is she pretty? Beautiful. Your son can never have children with your daughter. To have children. He has to go outside. That's why many of you are barren. There's not much from your life because you have cocooned yourself in your environment because you are big in your environment. You are big. To give birth to a business, to give birth to a church, to give birth to a ministry, to give birth to anointings, to give birth to callings and giftings, you must learn that you must see something. That's why we lie on our stomachs in our rooms watching videos of pastors preaching. We watch for weeks. By the time we get up, we are charged. It's the absence of seeing and hearing that the devil has substituted it with pornography. And useless music. Now the fact in town on social media is now people who insult. They insult president, insult pastors. They insult anything that is insultable is insulted. And when you see 15k, 7k, yes, why? Because they've been anointed to 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 head the majority of society 
towards a precipice. How can you spend your life, your, your daily life, listening to a person insulting elders? And all of social media is chasing them because they don't even know better. And a pastor is preaching wisdom, leading people to pray. And 70 people are on. Yes. Because that is how it must be. There should be 70 people watching a good thing. And 7,000 people watching a useless thing. Because the Bible, Jesus in red letters English says that narrow is the way. And few there be who are on the way that leads to life. When you are on the way to doing something right, don't look to your left and right and ask how many people are with me. You are likely to be alone. Learn and be comfortable with being alone in any good thing you are doing because you are not likely to have a crowd with you. If it's a good thing, expect to be alone. It's a Sunday morning. A Christian. You are a Christian. Can you please sit down in this area? You, you don't stand on that part. If it's a lady preaching, then you can stand. If it's a male, you don't stand. That's how many of you are struggling with your Christian lives. If this building collapses and we die, majority of us are heading for hell. Most of you are heading for hell. Because your concept of Christianity has been reduced to dressing, wearing a black pants and white, white blouse and red, red wig and sitting in church. Many of you, beyond church, there is nothing to your life as a Christian. And Satan knows it. Put it back to 27, verse 27. Please. 27. He knows it. He knows that your conversion and your healing, they are connected to what you see and what you hear. That's why he has made you an addict of nonsense. He knows it. No, is there? It's in the Bible, which means these words are public. So at least Satan also reads. He knows that he knows that you will change. He knows you will change. He knows you will change tomorrow, tonight, if you hear the right thing. So he will surround you with wicked people, whose wickedness is of the order of your wickedness. Yes, always God surrounds us with like people. How you are, he will bring people just like. Can't you see that when you are offended, you only meet offended people? Oh, yeah. 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 Or you don't notice it. Yeah. 
when I was a child, each time I was upset with my mother, I met a cousin who didn't like my mother. I noticed it early in life. Whatever you are, they say birds of the same feather. They flock together. Ornithological specimen of identical plumage culminate invariably in their own proximity. Identical plumage. The feathers are the same. They are always you you will you will be the day you change to be spiritual, your friends will be spiritual. When Saul met Samuel. And an, an, an anointing passed on to him. Saul, 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 the son of Kish, looking for asses. When he met Samuel, and an, an, an anointing passed on to him, the next thing he met was, was a company of prophets. You will meet your type every day. Your wickedness will gather wicked people. You see how you deceive people. You will also have deceivers in your life. I'm not surprised. At the type of things I see in my life these days. The type of people I have around me. I'm not surprised. I asked somebody last night. Why? Why? Why do you want to do this for me? Why? I said, I feel I want to do it for you. But I knew it. It wasn't a surprise to me. And I can't give you the reason. You will be in the company of your type. Today, today, I, I want you to try by the end of this service in seven minutes time. Believe God. Believe God to change. Yeah, because the way you are, you will meet your type. You, 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 you will draw your type to yourself. If you are into girls, you, you will meet girls who are into boys. Yes. Ornithological specimen of identical plumage. <laughs> we had a we had a classmate in school who found big words for every simple sentence, <laughs> and one of them was this one. Wow. I, I, and I just like it. This is about forty-two years ago. He just he just liked. To have, no, no, not 42, this is about 40 years ago. Young class, uh, uh, form two. You, any bed you see is around beds of the same color. It's likely, to, it's unlikely that you find a white bed among black beds. That means it's looking for meat or bread or something. Develop your art of hearing. Hear something. Hear something. Because you don't have enough. Your conversion and your healing. You see, to hear something and to see something means that what will change you is outside you. That's why one of the things the devil does is that he makes you fight the people who have what exactly what you need. Exactly what your life needs. He will make you hate them. In, you see, one of the last day evils 
one of the last day blemishes, moral blemishes. Second Timothy chapter 3. You see it right there. Verse 1. In the last days. So we call them last day moral blemishes. The weaknesses and the deficiencies. And these are a specialist of last day evils. Look at it. Verse 2. Lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemous, blasphemous, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy. Verse 3. Without natural affection, truth breakers, false accusers. This is a special group. It's a last day evil. Fierce. Now, one of them is despises of those that are good. Now, let's look at other translation of despises of those that are good. Let's start rolling. New Living Translation. They will be cruel and hate what is good. Next, another translation. New King James. Despises of good. Give me another one. Good news translation. Um, haters of good. Do you have good news? Not loving good. Yes. Without kindness. What else do we have? Not lovers of the good. Now, go to verse 4. Next verse. Treacherous. Rash. Conceited. Lovers of pleasure more than lovers of good. There's a translation I'm looking for, which I don't think he has. It says... Go back to verse 3. It says, haters of good people. If, if they find it, they will project it. Haters of good people. One of the last day evils, watch out, that you, you will hate your mother. Your mother who sold her cloth beg for money to take you to school. He will get you, sorry, he, he will get you to see that she's a witch. They will tell lies about people. They won't love others. They'll be out of control. They'll be wild. They will hate what is good. Anything that is good, they will hate church. They will hate the pastor who appointed them. Yes. They will hate the brother who led them to Christ. Watch out. When, when you are hating something that is good, watch out. Me, I'm looking at it right now in my life. I'm looking at it in my life. And it's all because you are not hearing and you are not seeing today this is Bishop Edwin Ago preaching stay tuned do you sense an urgency to pray 
Is there a burden to wage war spiritually through intense intercession? Then join the online army on the Church in Your House Facebook page this and every Saturday at 4 a.m. Remember, the Facebook address is The Church in Your House with Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo. This and every Saturday dawn at 4 a.m. Every knee will bow to the power of prayer. This chapter says, seeing and hearing is your entrance into wisdom. A lot of the foolishness in your life will dissipate. A lot of the stupidity will dissipate. In Proverbs chapter 1 verse 5, it says in King James, Proverbs 1 verse 5, it says, a wise man will hear and will increase in learning. And a man of understanding shall attain to wise counsels. But a wise man will hear. This year, spend money on devices with messages. It's your wisdom. Hear pastors preaching. If it's marrying you want to marry, hear pastors talking about marriage. One of the triggers of learning, one of the triggers of an increase in learning in your life is that you hear. People who don't hear don't learn anything. And your value, you may not know, your value, your real value is not determined by the size of your hips or the weight of your buttocks or the size of your breasts your size your the size of your knowledge is what determines your value so with your big body you will go to a place and a little girl will rule over you because in this world it is how much you have learned that places value on you don't walk about Dancing stars. Don't just walk about dancing. Make sure there are messages on your phone because a wise man will hear. You can even put a full stop there. You can put a full stop there. Stop polishing your face and listen to a message. Stop polishing your body and take a message. Listen to a message. A wise man will hear. Don't walk about without hearing something. Proverbs 23 verse 19. Hear thou my son and be wise. This morning I am introducing a lifestyle to you. There's there's an English word and I want to introduce it as I end. 
It's called voids. 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 V-O-I-D-S or V-O-I-D. It's emptiness. If Satan will have an advantage over you, it will be because he found a void. Don't allow empty spaces. When you manufacture cheese, you call it lacuni. Lacuni. Lawyers also use it. It's a lacuna. It's a void. Don't allow it because evil spirits look for voids and fill. They look for voids. Jesus told the story of, a, of, of, of an evil spirit, a demon that roams about seeking rest and finds none. And he goes to a place. And what does he find? What does he find? Empty. Empty. Look, mommy, I'm telling you. If Satan will get you, it will not be because your mother-in-law had one tooth. Only one tooth. <laughs> I said, it won't be because your mother-in-law has only one tooth. Any, that's why the Bible, actually Paul said, give no place to the devil. Don't create voids. It is a potential place for demons. There must always be an earphone in your ear. Otherwise, the devil will give you things to listen to. I'm sure pastors are listening to me. Let your members, let your converts learn it immediately. They give their life to Christ. They must not allow the devil to introduce things. There should be no time. Neither give place. Now, that place, the Greek is topos, which is a specific place. And I am adding that the specific place the devil likes is a void. Don't lie in your room with nothing to do. He will give you an idea to go to the website. When you enter your room, there should be a message playing in your room. That's how we got to stand here 40 years after giving our lives to Christ. We've not allowed voids. Do you know why you watch pornography? Do you know why your best online, when unbelievers have joined insulters of noble men online, and you are there, you are there commenting. Do you know why? 
because you have not found something better to do with your life and with your time. But today, I'm suggesting that there is something better you can do with your time. Because as for nonsense, it will exist whether you like it or not. But don't allow, there should be no stoppers. Ladies and gentlemen, as I end, I want to tell you, you will remain where you are in life. Where are you in life? What do you have? Where are you in life? You are married. You said you have a son and two daughters. One son, one daughter with a wife. There are four in the house. <laughs> oh, you can, you can live a far better life than a life with a wife and a son and a daughter. Animals have got wives with sons and daughters. Are you an animal? There's a better... You, your, your level in life will never change until you've begun to hear something and to see something. If you are listening to me online, I'm ending now. My time is up. They say I should stop preaching. But it's because of you, I'm making the point that if you want your level to change, you want your level in the office, your level in your marriage, your level in business, your level in ministry, your level in society, if you want your level to change, it will never change until there's a platform of something you are seeing and something you are hearing. In Revelation chapter 4, verse 1, I'm saying that your level, you will remain. Others will overtake you. Because you rise on the basis of knowledge. What are you reading? What are you seeing? Look at it. After this, say next level. I can't hear you. Say next level. Are you in the service? Are you in the service? Say next level. Next level. The two biggest words. In Revelations 4.1 are the first two words. After this. Because I'm asking you, after what you have, what is next? You don't seem to hear what I'm saying. After your car, what's next? How many children do you have? Nine. So you are not married. Can I see your hand? There's no ring on your finger. So after this, What's next? And many of you, there is nothing happening in your life after the first one has happened. After what we see, there's nothing. But I'm here as an agent of your elevation. I said, I'm here today as an agent of your elevation. That there is something called after this. 
Oh, sir, I know you've done well. You are the, you're the pastor of the encounter. Why are you not the pastor of the encounter? You grew a church service, even your pastor himself couldn't grow. What a pastor. But after that, what? You began a business which is almost becoming a worldwide business. And we are all enjoying a little here and there from your largesse and magnanimity. But after this business you have begun, what is next? Ask your neighbor, what is next? Find three people and ask them, what is next? What is next? Get up and ask the two persons behind you, what is next? So ask her, I know you are married. And so I will so what is next? And you are wearing pearls. And so what is next? After what? After this, what? Ask three people after this. What say, tell the person, I can see you are you, you are nicely dressed. I can see your wedding ring. So after this ring, what? Oh, I feel like preaching, but my time is up. Just when the preaching has started. Honey, 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 honey. Do you know what this John's after this? Look at this. Revelations after what? Four. Revelations one. Revelations two. Revelations three. Then we come to four. What happened in one and two and three? He was conversing with Jesus. Wake up. Jesus told him, take a pen. I'm dictating letters to seven churches. How many of you have seen Jesus? Even church notes, you can't write it. How can Jesus dictate notes for you to write? I said, John the Revelator, he met Jesus. He wrote notes. Revelations 1. Revelations 2. Revelations 3. If you were the one whom Jesus appeared to, to write letters to seven churches, you would be walking on your head on the streets of Accra. But ladies and gentlemen, after meeting Jesus, after this, there is something higher. Oh, I don't know why I'm... I'm, 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 I'm my friend don't allow your current experience, I went to your house the woman in the yellow dress I went to your house it's the first house I've entered that to draw the curtain you must press a button that's it you press a button in the curtain and then if you want to listen to music there's a room where all the music has been programmed. So there's a button. If you, if you are a guest, you press guest and your type of music will come. And you choose one. But after that, after that house, and so what? Wake up! I said, I know you are a great man. I know you are rich. But after your money, what else? 
I know you built a house. And so what? We built the set. And so what? Today, today, I'm starting a new church. As soon as I put the microphone on, I'm entering my car. Today, my, my first service. My first service today. I'm starting a new church. Brand new. They are there. They are having praise and worship. Tierra Church. Yes. Eat, eat, eat the chest if you want to eat the chest. I'm moving. After this, what is next? Many people after this have nothing to write home about. Have nothing in their lives. But the Bible says, after this, I looked. May you have something to look at. I'm happy I have my pastor to look at. He himself is looking for land to start a church. So I, I, I get excited. Many of you are stuck. Your last victory was your last victory. Can you sit down? I, I'm ending. I, I don't know why you are standing. As many of you, your last great exploit was the last. Many never rise above a hand clap. The typical black African does not rise above a hand clap. So the, the most dangerous thing to do to a black man is to clap for him. Because the sound of a hand clap is the sound of conclusion, termination, and an end. He freezes. After this, after this, I mean, are you saying that this is the end of my life? You must be out of your socket. You remain where you are. I'm moving on. I said, I'm starting my church today, today, today. My shirt is hanging in my car. Be here. And fellowship with critics and wicked men and people doing nothing with their lives, but they have everything to say about people who are doing something. You didn't hear me? It's like people doing nothing with their lives, but have everything to say about people doing something. Be with them. Your time has come. Jesus Christ said, my time, your time. I looked. The only thing that will give you a life after your last victory is to hear something and to see something. You have a very nice marriage. This is one of the most beautiful marriages I've seen in my life. They're very close. They also have one boy, one girl, just like you. I don't know why I also went to have two boys. If I had met them earlier, I would have had one boy, one girl. No, beautiful marriage. Very, very. Um, they are friends. They are friends. They have sex twice a day. Every day of the week. Let me move away from the... Um, I was saying something. Oh, we should end that message. So let's 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 welcome Mary to as we continue preaching. I'm saying that I agree with you that you have a great life now. I say you've made it. Let's clap for ourselves. We've made it. 
You've made it. You are in church. I said you are in church. Look at me. I'm preaching. Look at the boy. He's playing the keyboard. Let's clap for ourselves. We've made it. But till we die, Bishop, there should be another level to attain to. Don't allow your last victory to be your last victory. After this, I looked, I saw, and behold, another door. If you look carefully, another door has opened beyond your good singing. I've preached the message there. Another door has opened beyond your good shepherding. I, I, and behold, a door was opened in heaven. And the first voice which I heard, which I what? So it says, hearing and what? Seeing. I looked and I heard. I looked and saw a door. And may you hear a voice. And a voice from the glorious heavens. I looked. And a door was opened. And the first voice which I heard was as it were of a trumpet talking with me which said come up. Say next level. Next level. You will never get your next level till you have heard a certain voice and you have seen something. Some of you, God will take you out of your environment and cause you to see something physically. That's your life. The vision Jeremiah saw was not a vision he saw when he was sleeping. In Jeremiah 18, he woke him up and said, get up and go to town behind the Wachesala's kiosk. I will show you something in the potter's house. A lot of the visions we are supposed to have should be had in our wakeful state. Many of you watching me, I'm your vision. Watch me well. Watch me well. This morning as I was coming home, I, I said home, well it's my home. This morning as I was coming to church, I just, my, my, my radio was on 94.3, Sweet Melodies. And I heard Prophet Kofi Udo preaching. Just two minutes. Before I, 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 I could even strap myself in my seat, he said, he said I was listening to Bishop Ugo preaching. I said, am I listening to a CD or what? So I checked and I was on radio. I couldn't believe it. Me? Yes. Yes. Just 
said I was listening to Bishop Ogo and he was preaching in charismatic evangelistic ministries and, when, and he said something about faithfulness which blessed me, I said wow wow may your level change I'm saying to you what you must hear you know there are some people Jesus enters their room and talks to them but I can tell you I've done ministry for over 35 years I'm yet to see Jesus but I have seen his messengers and Jesus said the one who sees you has seen me the one who receives you has received me today I'm telling you listen to me very carefully there is a voice saying to you all of you you've made it in church you are here in church you are here (laughs) many people cannot make it to church we are here don't allow this to be the end of your experience hear another voice see another spectacle it will elevate you from an ordinary church attendee to a leader and a pastor and a shepherd there are higher levels katazuga arise get up get up and go to the potter's house Go, walk, walk there. Yes, go, go. And when you see him working, it's the vision you must have. There are many things happening around you. That should be your vision. When I finished preaching, Reverend Steve Mason to the microphone and his only words were, I feel a prophet is walking amongst us here. He said, Dr. Go, did you know that in our church's history, six major people have left us. And all of them are dead. The last one was buried two months ago. When you hear some stories, I'm telling you, you know, in my life, I've had some visions, some sleeping in the night, dreams, and oh, they are very, very spectacular. But don't wait for that one. As your pastor, I'll advise you. Don't wait for a vision of the night. Don't wait for a dream in your sleep. As you are awake, there are visions around you. The things you hear about people, the things you see happening to you, Watch it carefully. You see, that's why I said, people see, but they can't perceive. People hear, but they don't understand because the state of the heart, the heart is hardened. But Solomon, he said he walked by a field that was overgrown and the fence wall was broken down and everything was chaotic and he received a message that yet a little sleep a little slumber a little folding of the arms 
so shall your poverty come. I'm saying to you, ladies and gentlemen, we've all heard, I've also heard it before, that we pray for visions, that when we are going to sleep, we pray that we will dream. Haven't you heard it before? That you dream, a nice dream, God, God will speak to you. Haven't you had a dream before? But I'm saying today, if it never comes again, what you are seeing, That you are hearing me telling you I'm going to start a church that's God speaking to you but many hear and don't understand what God is saying to them because they are waiting to go to bed to dream about a cow wearing sunglasses can you stand to your feet today I'm going to lead you to pray. Mommy, look for things to see. I'm so happy you are in church seeing me. I'm your vision. I am your vision. You may not see anything else. My pastor is my vision. Today, I've I've taught you. Don't wait till your eyes are closed. Don't wait. Because the dream you will have may even be a wrong dream. As you are watching, I want you, everyone, from today, there should be, believe God for a TV where you watch pastors preaching. You watch flow service. Have a hard drive with videos. Watch the pastor. Watch him as he's preaching. Because you will never rise. I mean you. You will never rise from where you are now. Till you have heard something. And seen something. It's my gift. I'm giving you personally today. You will remain like this. And only have gray eyebrows. There is no change in level. Till you have surrounded yourself. With the right things to hear. And the right things to see. Are you a pastor? You are a pastor? I appointed you. Better watch videos. Because you will never change. Till you have seen something. 2 Corinthians 3 verse 18. But we all. With unveiled Remove the veil. Beholding us in a glass. The glory of God. Are changed. Into the same image. The same image. Anything you look at. You become like it. You become what you behold. Begin from today. To use your eyes. To see Bible verses. To see different translations. Read books. Read the will of God. Enjoy the power of God. There's a new level. There's a new level. Girl at the back. There's a new level. That level will not come by a prophetic declaration. 
receive it. No. It, it will come. If you can get something to see and something to hear. Lift your two hands. Jesus. Lift your two hands. Kadimosa. Rekos. My sister, your life can change After this Congratulations, my brother My brother at the back in the verse Congratulations I heard your news Congrats but after this, what is next? Be careful you don't slip down. Be careful you don't slip down. After this, what is next? We gathered 7,000 people here last week, Sunday. By this time, there was confusion here last week. But after this, what's next? It depends on what you give yourself to see and watching. Can you lift your hands and pray for your life, your marriage, your family, your children, your ministry, your business, your calling, your gifting, your relationships, your friendships. After this, the only determinant of your elevation in life is what you see and what you hear. Lift your hands and pray. Pray. As we close, pray, 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 Lord, Lord, give me a hearing ear and a seen eye. Everybody lift your hands. Everybody lift your hands. Everybody lift your hands. Lobo Sundelebe, Re Madulo Bosa, Sundelebe, Your life, I said, Your life. Look, maybe because I was not standing on the stage and I was just walking among you, you didn't take me serious. I'm now on the stage. I'm telling you you can overcome your current difficulty. You can be healed. You can rise above the level you are at. And remember we've congratulated ourselves. We've clapped for ourselves. We've done well. I've done well. I'm here. I'm preaching. I've done very well. I've stood on my feet for 30 minutes. I've done very well. But after this, what is next? After John met Jesus in Revelations and wrote down letters, he didn't go to sleep. 
the voice said, come up here. Come up. There's an upper level. Higher than meeting Jesus and writing letters. It is, it, it is my prayer that you will never be the typical African who doesn't rise after a hand clap. All the best days of Africa are in the past. Our best economy was four months ago. When with five cities, we could get one dollar to buy. Five cities. Not last ten years. Don't follow the trend of the world. The Bible says anybody who says that yesterday Ecclesiastes was better has not spoken wisely. I'll take it again. Anyone who says that yesterday was better financially, spiritually, pastorally, maritally, academically, anybody who speaks with his best days in the past has not spoken with wisdom. Please remove that verse from there. He doesn't read his Bible, obviously. Maybe you think I'm lying. Ecclesiastes 7, verse 10. Look at the verse in English. I'm not the one saying it. Ecclesiastes 7 verse 10. Oh, the computer is frozen. Say not thou. Can I have another, another translation? Say, don't long for the good old days. This is not wise. Go back. Give me the King, New King James. Do not say why were the former days better than this? For you do not, it's not a wise inquiry. Anybody who says that the former days were better is under a curse. Life was meant to be an improvement upon the gains of each day. There is no aspect of life that should have the former days better. In your marriage, it's my proposal that the longer your years, the sweeter the bond. It's my proposal. Your experiences in Christ I'm in my 50s. I've been pastoring, wearing suit and tie for 30 years. As a pastor, pastor preaching. I can never tell you, I, I can't find a year that was better than the current year. 
and find it. I'm preaching to bigger crowds. On the higher anointings, bigger anointings. Enjoying higher interactions with God. I am determined not to make a misstep or a false step that will make yesterday better than today. Ladies and gentlemen, there is something called after this. And it depends on what you are seeing and what you are hearing. That's why I want us to lift up our two hands. But you see, listen to me carefully. Please put your hand down. If you look at Proverbs 20, I'm not sure whether it's 20. Let's try. Verse 12. I'm right. The hearing ear and the seeing eye. The Lord has made them both. I know God makes rivers and the moons and the stars. But ladies and gentlemen, one of the creations of God is to give you or to create for you a seeing eye and a hearing ear. And I want you to pray this prayer because your next level will never be attained without this creation of God. He must give you a certain eye to see. The hearing ear and the seeing eye that elevates you to your next level in ministry, business, anything. That ear you need. It is a creation of God, mommy. So can you please lift your hands? Please lift your hands. And say, Lord, make this for me. Make this for me, yes. Make it for me. I know you have prayed for pregnancies. You have prayed for cars. Some of you have prayed for visas. Today, I'm showing you something God does, which is bigger than a visa. If you can hear well and see well, ha, you will not even go to the embassy. Somebody will go there for you. Lift your two hands. In their law. Instrumentalists, are you praying? Touch your ears. Father, give me a hearing ear. Create a hearing ear. My God, because to be deaf is painful. Father, Touch your eyes, please. Touch your eyes. Father, give me a seen eye. A eyes that's a, 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 an eye that sees through. Eyes that see through. That see beyond. That see through the darkness of the world. And the wicked gross darkness in people. A seen eye. My God, my God, my God. Mayatu Mayataba. Santania Moha. Anuli Mamaya. Atwa Maskatabaha. And Daniel. And Daniel Mata. 
Now lift your hands for two seconds. Ten seconds. Twenty seconds. Let's pray. Father, give me. Father, create a hearing ear, a seeing eye. I can't live blinded to the deceits around me. Blinded to the traps around me. Blinded to the evils around me. Oh God, a hearing ear and a seeing eye. Online, pray. Online, pray. Pray. A hearing ear and a seeing eye. Lord.
morning you heard arguably we can argue about it arguably the most important message you will ever hear as a Christian is what you have just heard and next week we are going deeper yes I was watching the movie. Some guys were going for a night operation. One guy wasn't wearing ultraviolet goggles. He died. You need something more than your two eyes to wage war in the dark, in trees. You must have night vision goggles. The world is too dark for you to, to walk about without a, a, a seen eye. Like, like just your eye. You see somebody, you see a girl, she's, she's black and white, and she, she has hips and a nice body. And that's, I mean, your judgment, that is why actually it was said of Christ in prophecy that he will not judge after the seeing of the eye. You need another eye. The world is too evil. The person standing by you, you don't know him. If you don't have ears to hear a certain voice, and even, even, even as you are chatting with a person for one hour, the person passes a comment, a three-second comment, and your ear hears it. Hey! You can say this. Then by extension, I'm in trouble. I'm going to marry a woman. And you go to a house and you see her quarreling with her mother. You still want to marry her. Wow. Your eyes are closed. And your ears. Obviously your ears are deaf. I said, I want to marry you. And when I came on Saturday morning, you and your mother were exchanging words. Then when you turned there and you saw me. So, Eddie. Eddie baby. Eddie baby. Really. I'm your baby now. Lift your right hand and say, Lord, have mercy on me. And give me a seeing eye. And give me a seeing eye. And a hearing ear. And a hearing ear. Clap your hands. Oh, hallelujah. And I want you to close your eyes because all through the preaching, there was somebody waiting to take a decision for Jesus. And as your eyes are closed, and your heads are bowed. I want to give that brother the opportunity. Today, I tell you, the Lord has made them both. Without Jesus in your life, you are like a blindfolded man being pushed into a den of lions. Only Jesus can give you the wisdom you need. And you are here this morning, you are not born again. You want to say, Pastor, please. Pray for me, I want to be born again. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to know Jesus intimately, personally, as my father, as his child, personally. I want to know him. If you are here and you want me to pray with you, you want to give your life to Jesus, just lift your right hand. I'm going to pray with you right now. Yes, lift it high. Lift your hand up. I see your hand. God bless you. I see your hand. 
Pastor, pray for me. I want to change. I want Jesus. I want to, I want to take the most important decision of my life. It's Jesus. Today, lift your hand high. I see your hand. Pastor, pray for me. I want to be born again. Not just born again as a title. But I want to know Jesus personally. And walk with him intimately as my God and as my father. Pastor, pray for me. Lift your hand high. And if your hand is up. If your hand is up. It means God has a special plan for your life. And the next step you take. Apart from next to raising your hand. Is coming to me here. Come here. With your hand lifted. Come. Take your Bible. Yes. Come. Come running. To the mercy seat where Jesus is calling. Clap your hands for them. Come, my dear. in the church. Don't follow those who are sitting on that chair. Do something better with your life behind the keyboard. Yeah. There's a higher level. You are looking at me. I'm also looking at you. Any key you touch is off. How long have you been playing the guitar? You are not sure. Stand up, I'm talking to you. Do you practice every week? How many days a week? Three days. When we close, bring the guitar to my office and come and play. I want to hear you. You are coughing. You take hearing and seeing out of your life. You are left with zero. You introduce it to your life. You are rising. Can you close your eyes? Let's pray with them. Every day wake. 
every day week. And who is this? This man, who is he? You don't know him. You want to be like him? I'll give you a better t-shirt than this, okay? Tell the pastor that I said I'll give you a t-shirt. Are you an imam? You are an imam. Are you a Muslim? You are a Christian. But your beard is like an imam's beard. Do you know imam? You, you don't know imam. You, you don't know imam. Okay. So the brother, they, I'll let him take you somewhere. They will shave the beard and cut it nicely for you. I will pay myself. What's your name? John. John. We've seen John here. Ah, that's why his beard is like a Jewish beard. John what? Wow. I'm so happy you took this decision. Your life will never be the same again. Change. God will change. Are you happy you've taken this decision? You've come to Jesus. He will change you. Your life from today is going to start going up, 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 up. I'm telling you. Yes, there will be down sometimes. But that, if you look carefully, even the things that are going up, if you analyze it, it goes up, down, up, down. But it's going up. It's going up. You have your communion already. Good. Lift your two hands. Everyone, let's pray with them. I'm excited. John has stepped forward. Who knows? He will be, even be a pastor one day in this church. Don't you want to be a pastor one day? Yes. We will train you to preach on Sunday morning. I will send you to Aikuma. Or you won't go. You go. Beautiful. Say this prayer after me, everyone. Say, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. Today. Today. I come to you. I come to you. I realize I am a sinner. I realize I'm a sinner. I've done many bad things. I've done many bad things. I've sinned against you. I've sinned against you. But please receive me. But please receive me. And wash me. And wash me. With the blood of Jesus. With the blood of Jesus. Oh God. Oh God. 
today, today I surrender my life to you. I surrender my life to you. Please receive me. Please receive me. Make me, Make me your child. Your child. I want you, I want you to, be my father. to be my father. From today, From today I'll turn my back to the world. I'll turn my back to the world. I'll follow you. I will follow you. I will trust you. I will trust. You. I'll believe in you. I will believe in you. I will live for you. I will live for you. I will walk with you. I will walk with you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. For my salvation. For my salvation. I will never be the same again. I will never be the same. My again. change has come. My change has my come. My long-awaited change has come. My long-awaited change has come. Thank you. Thank you for my salvation. For my salvation. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, keep clapping for them. Hallelujah. 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 And after this decision, after this prayer, what it means is that you are born again. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. You're not clapping. Now, when you hear the term born again, you must be afraid. It's not as nice as you think. It's not as nice as you think. When you get born again, it has implications. The first is that it means that you are a baby. You are born again. And if you don't give yourself to someone to care for you, you will die. The easiest thing for a baby to do is to die without proper care. I pray that you will not die and go back to your old life. But you will live and grow in this new life. Which means that you will need someone to take care of you. And that is why I've got pastors there. You see that they are waving their hands. Look at them. John, can you see that they are waving their hands? The pastor there, yes. So I want all of you to come. Come with me. Come. 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 Clap your hands for them. Keep clapping. Clap for John. Keep clapping. Oh, don't stop clapping. I want us at this time to take our communion. You come to the Lord's table. Get your communion. Everyone standing, please. It's an opportunity to fellowship and eat with God, with Jesus. He said, take it and eat it. This is my body, which was broken for you. Ladies and gentlemen, this is one pillar of our faith that we commune. Communion is communing with Jesus and with one another. The koinonia, the fellowship. 
the night before he was betrayed he took bread like this and after he had broken it he said this is my body which was broken for you lift your bread and say this is the body of Christ 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 say as I eat it as I eat it I am becoming one I'm becoming one with the body with the body today today by eating this by eating this I'm joining myself I'm joining myself to the power to the power in the body of Christ the body of Christ the power to heal the power to heal the power to deliver the power to deliver the power to correct the power to correct the power to advance this is the body of Christ this is the body of Christ let's eat it I will pass over you your cup in the same manner the Bible says he took the cup and after he had supped he said this is the blood of the new covenant I want to believe that today's service will mark a new covenant Amen. a new agreement Amen. you are going to tell God that father from today I will read I will watch yes. I will see Jesus. I will hear I'm starting a new life of seeing and hearing things about you. Pastors preaching about you. A new life is available to you. By the blood which washes our sins. The blood of Jesus. Let's drink it. Please lift your hands and let's pray. Father, Touch our lives. Amen. Give us new experiences. Amen. Mm, mm, mm. Mm. Give the ladies new experiences. Amen. Give the gentlemen new experiences. Amen. In the prophetic. Amen. In the pastoral. Amen. Dreams and visions. Amen. Yes. New experiences in our battles. Amen. Bring us to a place oh, yes. of great power. In great energy. Amen. I declare in the name of Jesus that we Jesus. are blessed. Amen. I bless your life. Amen. I bless your week. Amen. I said, I bless your week. Amen. I bless your days. Amen. Ah, may your eyes be open oh, to see the traps in front yes, of you. Yes, yes, yes. May no snare be prepared for you. Have the power to trap you. Amen. Receive deliverance. I receive it. And may new life burst out of you. Oh yes. May new life. May new life. New energy. Jesus. New zeal. Yes. On the basis of hearing oh, and seeing. Ah, Damusa. Kelute Brima Andias Kataba. Zuni Mahalito Prangesa. I see someone's oh, life changing. Amen. Lord, Lord, we thank you for the changes. Pastors. Are working in bigger anointings. Amen. Bigger anointings. Amen. Receive a change of level. I receive it. Receive a change of level. I receive it. Behind your titles. Jesus. Beyond your titles. Jesus. Receive a change of level. I receive it. The Lord bless you. Amen. The Lord keep you. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. 
We trust that you have been mightily blessed and affected by the word of God preached by Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo. Do join one of our lovely services from the Mackinac Cathedral near Valley View University, OUB, Accra, this and every weekend at 7.30 p.m. on Saturdays, as well as 7.30 a.m. and 12 noon on Sundays. Connect with Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo on Facebook Live, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and on your favorite podcast app. Thank you for joining us. God bless you.